beast is making me What's time but a thing they kill or keep a fire or lose a living I gotta go faster, keep up the pace Just to stay in the human race I could go supersonic, the problem's chronic Tell me, does life exist beyond it? When I need to sate, I just accelerate Into oblivion Into oblivion Buenos nachos, amigos. It's record breakers time once again. It's been a week. Haven't changed shirts. It's magic. I'm Peter Rave, your man with no plan. Here with me is my team, my squad. We've got Brett. Hey. Hi. We've got Drew. Squad goals. We've got Patrick. Hi. Uh, we're here guys to talk about music. The provider of said music this week is none other than Patrick. Patrick, when will I stop saying none other? Um, none other than now. <laughs> and what music so, do you got for us this week? So this week I brought a band called Consider the Source, who are self-described uh, sci-fi Middle Eastern fusion, and their album That's What's Up. Mm-hmm. That's What's Up. Uh... I'll start with Drew. Drew, well, what expectations did you have coming in this album? Um, not many. Um, I know it's it's sometimes a toss up uh, with me and Patrick as far as his music goes. Um, so I was not expecting anything. I had never heard of this band before. I the name didn't even tip me off of what they could possibly be. So I went into this expecting absolutely zero. Mm-hmm. Uh, as I think that's going to be the, the truth for all of us. Uh, Brett, not to presume, but what were your expectations? coming? Well, to this presume away, buddy. I had no fucking clue what I was getting into. I, I, you know, I was expecting double bass drums and a whiny singer. Luckily, I only... Yeah, I I didn't get a whiny singer. I did I didn't get like the nasal sound of the generation. Um, no, I had no, I'd never heard of this stuff. I I don't run in these kind of circles. I don't smoke the drugs. I don't I don't know any of this stuff. Um, but uh, I I was kind of shocked when I when I got deeper into it to be like, I did a Google search. I found out what this is, and and the rabbit hole got deeper. <laughs> yes, the rabbit it hole got happen. deep. Uh, yeah, I I I'd never heard of these people though. Though I think I got a, some bit of an expectation seeing that that logo in the middle of their name. <laughs> I was like, hmm, this might involve a certain substance in a certain sense of being. A Are you talking about the drugs? The drugs, the <laughs> marijuanas. Versus that the, the, the lamest pseudo, of drugs on the market today. Pseudo spiritual. Like, yeah, higher off a bottle of a leave. Uh... Patrick, how would you describe this album musically? Uh, they describe it, like I said, sci-fi Middle Eastern fusion. Um, so let's unpack that. Uh, sci-fi, there's space sounds sometimes. Middle Eastern, there's a lot of weird microtonal stuff. And fusion, so it's a little bit jazz and a little bit progressive rock. Uh, sort of the band is, is it really revolves around the guitar player, Gabriel Marin. He uses this I'm going to get gear heady, but it's the gear is necessary to make the sounds he makes. He plays this crazy double neck. Uh, he had custom built. It's a six string fretted, fretted electric guitar. 
and a six string fretless electric guitar, which is pretty, pretty rare in the world of people playing them. Both have full floating trims, both have mini pickups, and he plays through a pile of effects. But really what, what makes the sound unique is he has taken, you know, essentially uh, he plays a bunch of Middle Eastern and, and East Asian instruments and uses sort of the, some of the techniques and skills and applies them to a guitar. Uh, add to that a uh, bass player, John Ferrara, who's basically equal parts of Vic Wooten and Les Claypool. And and in the best ways possible, Amen. and and a, and you know the drums are and I'm a drummer and the drums are great on this record, but they're you're so overwhelmed with the guitars and bass, they're just they do their job. They they get out of the way. They play cool rhythms that match the feel of the music, and they're played well. I'll have um, you know, yes. I know Vic Wooten. Vic Wooten was a friend of mine. He is no Vic Wooten. <laughs> They opened oh, for Vic. Yeah, I know. Uh, I, I read that too. Uh, yes, uh, we all read the Wikipedia article. Uh, Drew, what would you? How would you describe this album musically? What would be some of the themes and elements? Well, I'm going to start out with a little story, um, and that story, oh, like I said, how, all why about don't how you? your world got flipped, turned upside down. Turned upside down, indeed. Um, no, with with Patrick, like I said, um, it's sort of a toss up sometimes. I think he's uh, about a 500, 50-50. You're very he's, generous, Drew. <laughs> I, I, might, I might smack talk some of the things you've brought in, but overall, it's usually a coin flip with um, how I think about your music. So, Because uh, sometimes it's great, sometimes it's real bad, sometimes it's in between. Um, I looked at the album, and I got scared. I was like, ooh. Ooh, there's ten minute songs in here. Ooh, this could this could go down a bad path. But um the musicianship was really top notch from beginning to end. Um it was the composition was really well pieced together. Um you had that with PD's record, um, you had the production being something that was really of note. Um, the fidelity and the production work, the studio work that went into it was really something of note. But with this one, I think the composition is really what was something of note. Um, there was a lot of diversity in the sound that you were getting, and that was really great. And for a band to put together seven, eight, nine, ten minute songs and have it be so sonically diverse, but pieced together so well from song to song, I think that's really, really well done. Um, they never let themselves get defined by a genre. They really bounced around. And I think that's cool. It shows good musicianship when you can do that and pull it off pretty well. Um, this type of style to me, um, like this sort of, sort of proggy mix of stuff can really live and die by the rhythm section. <laughs> and God dang it. I was trying not to focus on that. And then that's stupid face, Brett. Um, for those who don't watch the video, it might, it, it might be worth it to turn on the YouTube video and fast forward to this uh, marker and um, check that out. But um, going back into it, it can really live or die by the rhythm section. And I think the rhythm section really holds together well. I hear what uh, Patrick is saying about the parts of Victor Wooten and the parts of Les Claypool that come into here. Do I think he's as good? 
no. You don't think but, anyone is as good as Vic Wooten, though. Because they aren't. Um, and it's true. I'm not saying he's as good. I'm saying stylistically, there's very much a cross between Les Claypool and Vic Wooten. The, the, stylistically, I will give you that. Um, and he was he was a great uh, bass player. Um, I put uh, down a good drummer will never miss the beat. A great drummer can stay on the beat and change styles mid song. And they did, they did that multiple times here. And I think that was really cool. Um, yes, there is a lot of great guitar work and a lot of great melody work. Um, what was sort of weird to me is I, I mentioned all that up front, um, because compositionally, I think they're great. At times, not all the time, but a couple of parts, it was really dense as far as the noise coming out. And that density, as far as like using that, I felt like it was almost covering up things that I would have liked to be a bit more open and work with more like empty space in the back where there was like maybe some noise coming through, some sonic noise coming through. I would have liked a little more empty space for like the guitar work to work or the bass work to work around in. Um, but that, that that didn't happen often. It happened a couple of times. And it sort of was that thing of like, oh, well, if I could if I could be in the studio and figure out what they were trying to do with that, I would have liked to know. Um, it didn't hit me in the right way. But there was a lot of varied instrumentation. And that can always... I can always make me happy. So, mm-hmm. uh, Brett, what, what, how would you describe this music? What would be the theme song that caught your attention? Well, it's a proggy jam band is all get out. It has jam band itis, uh, which is you know ten minute songs. There, there are things that happen in this this album. Uh, there, the the crowd participation is something you can't get away with or away from. Uh, there, there's uh, the things move things go like when it comes to the the this genre but 15 years older um it, it takes a lot for for me to be super impressed with a lot of like i don't know there i've 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 been around the block i'm a worn out old fucking the jj that's been wallered out by a million bands um and it, it takes something to satisfy this this sour old tart um but yeah, you know down, they're down they're the hall, down the hallway that's right. Uh, the feeding of a, a, a tic tac to a whale, um, but uh, you know this is this is one of those things where you go into it once you once you play the first track, you kind of know what's going on. You're like, oh, so this is that kind of music that I'm listening to today. Um, there, there's definite tight grooves. There, there's every every track has different movements. Um, the instrumentation is obviously uh, level. I mean, these these people could probably play. A, a two five one with the best of them. They choose to to play their crazy rock and roll music that that they're breaking new ground. Um, which I, I got to tip the hat to anybody that wants to do something different because there isn't a whole lot of things out there that are different. This shit is different. Um, the the you know the instrumentation using fretless. In, they don't need no frets. Chuck that shit right out. They, they you know there's there are some noises that are made. Fret that, free is uh, the way to be. That's right. I There's can't two, do that. <laughs> two, piece, two pieces of wire in between where you press your finger. Uh, holy crap, you cannot make those noises. And also, they got to have... Uh, there were some... 
I, I would enjoy looking at the kind of nasty mess that those pedal boards are because some of the things that were getting pulled out were they, they were different. I wouldn't say they were sweet to my ear, but they were different. And uh, you know, yeah, the the use of uh, of synth um, in in the form of a git fiddle is something that I enjoy just for shits and grins. Um, in in execution, I'll bring that up later. Um, but there's definitely some of that. They also have the Eastern jive that they put in there. There's a bunch of like Eastern sounds, which normally like rubs me the wrong way when people throw that in and they decide they want to world up their music. <laughs> um, but uh, they normally do it much poorer than this band does. You know, there's nothing that like you know. Let me let me throw a throat singer in here and somebody who kind of knows how to play a sitar. You know that that doesn't do it for me. But there, there's definitely some things going on in this in in this album that are worth noting. Um, but I think it, it, I think the got part, weird. I think the part that does it well there when they like switch up in that Middle Eastern stuff is it really seems more bolstered by the drums and not so much the hey let's throw a sitar in here so that we can seem like we know things about the rest of the world. Weird symbols and sitar are not a way to get me to love you. The drums, <laughs> I mean, but drums are universal. They're the they they are drums without borders. There there I don't there's there's no code hitting shit with sticks, you know. Come on, or your hands, or your if hands. If you're, say, there's a, a lot if of you're a caveman, then you want to hit things with your hands, you know. Or your caveman, like the bongos. Yeah. I was gonna say like Tito Puente, but he he used sticks. Because <laughs> he used to play bongos, he played timbale. Yeah, he played timbale. I, I, when I think of bongos, I think of let me bring another culture. Yeah, let me bring another culture, but I got it. I got it all wrong in my head. Uh, There's an alternate universe where Petey is the world's greatest hand percussionist of, of South Florida. <laughs> I, I could play mean cowbell. Well, you know what? That's which, which that's in most Spanish music has a little bit more to it. I will, I will say, and I, I can do fine. There's a little <laughs> bit more than dun, 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 There's a little, you know, which when it comes back to around to me, we're actually going to experience some cowbell in that way. So, so, so Spanish music is a little more cowbell and a little less fearing the reaper, is what yes. you're telling me? Yes. <laughs> well, it's a little bit more. They hit, they, let's just say they hit both. They hit more than one spot of the cowbell. <laughs> oh, <laughs> look at that cowbell rim shot! You know, it's because yeah. well, I, I don't know if you hit. You, I don't know if you know this, but you can actually hit different parts of it and get really mm -hmm. cool different sounds. It'll go yeah. dunk, or it'll go dunk, or it'll go dunk. And that <laughs> actually is. Or it'll go dunk dunk. Two episodes from now, we'll talk about it, uh, or three. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember how. Do I need That's do I need three. to like go unhook my cowbell from my drum kit? Is that what you're no, saying? No, no, there's no that is that is the one gizmo gadget weird noise toy that I do not approve of. Yes. You can get like you know bells, you could have clacker, you get a vibra slap, you could have anything. Cowbell. Yeah, bad mouth the blue oyster cult right now. Well, I'm but I could bad also, mouth. Technically, blue that wasn't a that wasn't a a, a, a cowbell, but that's not it. Was, it was like a, it was a, it was, a, it was actually the the in what the block? original song, well, okay. That that being said, that you know, it was it was, a I, yes. it, was it was the it was the wooden block. Yes, it was wood block. Yeah, square or round. <laughs> I thought it had a special name. I forgot. All right. That being said, let's let's move on. <laughs> I love you, Petey. Talks music. Let's get it with the biggest gearhead in the room, Petey. <laughs> 
<laughs> percussion breakers. It's, it's the right. It's, it's the like, wooden block. Culturally, thing. what's it called? I, 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 I will. I will say yes, Peter. You're right. When it comes to percussion instruments, you've probably seen them all. Uh, I just don't know the names. Uh, that being said, moving on. Where are we? What are we doing? What podcast is this? Uh, so <laughs> Korean pop culture. Oh, um, right. <laughs> so what's, what's, how's that rap work? Yes. Uh, <laughs> I think we're bringing it back around the horn for our final thoughts. Did we all do? Did we all do? <laughs> we didn't even do tracks. Oh, we no, no. We didn't <laughs> track time, Petey. Damn it! Rewind. I am not drunk. Yes. All right. <laughs> No, we went off on a tangent. Yes. <laughs> wow, we've, we've only been doing this for over 100 episodes. 113 episodes and whatnot. Uh, the thing is, this is what, this, I like this. We need to go off on tangents and make Petey lose his spot more often because I think yeah. it's great. Like, like the part where I forgot to, to say that we were what the next episode was. No, that, that didn't happen. You, you said it. It was in the other episode. We heard oh, okay, it. Yeah, sure. Uh, that's true. I'll see. Uh, but yeah, tracks. Patrick, what would be some of the key tracks for for you? What would be we would point out to? Uh, I'll do the record breakers thing. Uh, Abdiel. I don't know how to say it. I'm I'm not that smart or worldly. But it's the opening track. It's actually a cover, and I went and listened to the original, and it's fucking crazy. Um, but basically, this is this is you get an idea of what these guys do. Um, they have a distinct sound. It, it is unique and interesting. You get uh, a fretless guitar, unlike a fretted guitar, which plays in a chromatic scale, which, you know, is what you're used to in in the majority of Western music. With a fretless guitar, you can play stuff in between those notes and add to that the fact that the guy, under, you know, has traveled uh, much of the Middle East and learned how to play many traditional instruments has learned some of the, the, uh, the hand technique that they use to get the, you know, crazy microtonal sounds out of those. And then took it back, threw it on a guitar because, uh, rock and roll and shit. Uh, but it, there's a bass solo in it that is so Les Claypool. And I am, I am a big Les Claypool fan, uh, that just, it was very delightful to hear bass get the shit kicked out of it. Um, and then uh, a song which doesn't have a title, so I'm going to call it Open Paren, Vertical Line, Close Paren, because that's, as best I can tell, it's the fifth or track on it. It's a butt. Or it's a butt. Uh, they're, they're, you know, they're dorks. It might just be it, a butt. In Google Music, it showed it as, like, ellipses. So. But that's, yeah. That's what I saw it as yeah. as well. Uh, so this, this, to me, this is kind of, my favorite thing I've heard in forever. This was a track that introduced me of my brother, the guitar nerd played it in the car one time. I'm like, Holy fucking shit. What is this? And I don't say that a lot. I like music and I enjoy stuff, but very rarely am I like, what the fuck is this? And where can I get it? Because this, it does. It's jazz is very rarely catchy, but the melody in this is catchy as fuck. Oh, Hey, hold on a damn minute. I get a kick out of you. Uh, yeah, there's catchy music. Out I know, there. I know, but you, but like traditional, you Stand, know, standards, standards, are but catchy. Yeah, no, they 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 have just have a thing they come back to. But no, there's the it's there's solo. the I'm I'm gonna toot the horn for twenty minutes in one breath, playing all the notes. That's yeah, yeah. I get you. Yeah, yeah. I know what you're yeah. saying. But Kenny G, hey, or I, one I, note for a the, world record. Dude, defend kenny g no it's the it's the it's the mike burbiglia uh joke where it's like he 
He's into the doobie 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 jazz, but he's not into the <laughs> jazz. You know where it's you know, like, there's 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 jazz is a genre just like rock and roll. Yeah. There's a lot of bad rock and roll. Yeah, jazz is a genre just like last job we went up. Well, just like folk. <laughs> yeah, no, folk is not a genre. It was oh, it was the it? music of the people when there was nothing but classical. Exactly. And then Art Garfunkel and Paul. And then, yeah, no, it's, I'm, that's what I'm saying. Jazz like is, is jazz is big. Yeah, jazz dude, is Art Garfunkel. Dude, dude. No, jazz dude, is big. It's, it's big. It's popular music. All right, uh, but yeah. wrapping the wrapping this up. Final thoughts, Drew. True. What will be some of the key tracks for you? Um. All right. We're also going to go this with album is the song. almost as disjointed as this album. I mean, this episode is almost as disjointed as this album. <laughs> that sentence was almost as disjointed <laughs> as this album. Jesus. God. <laughs> this is going to be one. This is one of my favorite record breaks. I'm now going to suggest this episode along with Curly's to people who wonder yeah, what our. Done. This is it. It's usually my, and usually my loopiness is I could attribute it to the fact that I leave work an hour before we're supposed to sit down and record. I had the day off today. I've been here for hours. I had the day off today. I was, I was fully rested. There's no loopiness. This is me. I'm pizza drunk. Makes for a better show. I love this. Um, I, it, I'm honest. Love it. Um, we need to do more of this. Um, Abdiel. Oh, we're going to start. We're going to do the record breakers thing. Starting with a seven minute song is a bold strategy. It is a bold strategy. And I think, think it pays off. Um, pays off pretty well, in my opinion. It, it's that thing. Let me know what your band is in the first full song. Let me know. Um, I get wailing guitar. I get varied instrumentation. I get some awesome bass stuff. It lets me know right off the bat, hey, guess what? This is going to be some weird soundscapey bog shit. Buckled the hell up. And you know what? Cool. Buckled. Got it. Understand where I'm going. Uh, no easy answer. Um, for some reason, like the, like the underlying guitar in this, like especially the beginning, felt very spy movie-esque to me. I don't know why that happened. I got that vibe and I dig it. Um, anytime that like weird um, music, jazz music, um, rock music can make me feel like I'm a spy. I'm okay with that. Um, driving along in my car at night after I get off of work feeling like James Bond. I'm, I, I hold with it, bub. Um, and then complex, complex specifically the last like two and a half minutes of complex complex like at the six minute mark this song becomes absolutely crazy weird dense awesomeness for some reason and then like a me thank you immediately drops off immediately drops off like in the last like 20 and like does that weird soundscapey stuff again and i liked it i liked it a whole lot um it was just cool. It was a fun, a fun way to end that song. Um, cause up until that point it wasn't as dense. And then like, it hits you with like whoosh. And it was like, okay, cool. Yeah. I, I dig it. I dig it. Uh, Brett, did you dig it? What, what, what tracks did you dig? <laughs> no, I can't hold with that. Uh, no, um, I, 
Okay, first things first, the first instrument you hear is a lady screaming in the crowd. And that woman <laughs> screams in the crowd like anytime there's dead sound, which is not very often. <coughs> when is there, there's that woman making the same yell. Like, holy crap. So immediately I'm like, oh, they're recording this in front of a live studio audience. Uh, but Cause all right, let, let's let, let's get into specifics. Um, uh, how am I not myself? Uh, I really did enjoy the groove on this. The uh, the fake organ is, is pretty awesome. Um, the uh, th- this is one of those songs that uh, you listen to it, it, more jam band itis, where you wonder if uh, you know you require drugs to fully enjoy what the music is trying to get across. Um, there, this is this is where the squeals, the the noises that you cannot make uh, with uh, with regular with one of them them things behind my shoulder, I can't make a noise like what was coming out. It was it was almost like uh, like somebody was tuning in their uh, ham radio while kicking a reverb tank, um, and uh, yeah, that along with the crowd noise was a bit grating. <laughs> I, I would say, but it was great musicianship. It was it was god awful, but it was god awfully done well. You know, it is it, it, yeah. Um, and, and then you know, it's because these songs are the size of like five songs each, and you know, I'm I'm the fan of the twenty minute opening track. Uh, the the a song that came out to me on uh, as ellipses. Um, there was some sweet picking that was done at the seven minute mark that was pretty fun. Um, and the, the, like shortly thereafter, they just killed everything and they let it base up for a minute and the bass did some bass stuff. Um, which was really great because it gave my ears a rest from like the wall of screaming hot fire from the, the upper ranges of that guitar. The, the squeaks were a little much, um, I, I enjoyed them, but they hurt a little bit. Um, like I really enjoyed how they they worked the wall of sound because um, everybody it's like an everyone's solo all the time. Uh, but the the fact that they like stopped and collaborated and listened um, <laughs> to the bassist uh, was, was something that really really that's bassist. It is bassist, and you know what? I've you know I sorry Drew's in the room. I don't want to. I I can't talk like that. <laughs> I have to go to post show the show. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Do we need to buy another? No, already no. it's too late. Somebody's already bought it. No, I'm not. Squiggles buying bought it. It's this competing podcast. Yes. <laughs> Squiggles breakers. Except post show for the post show of the show is just us describing why we need to leave right now. And <laughs> yeah, I got to pee. <laughs> like, <laughs> I gotta pee. I gotta go to bed. I gotta go to walk tomorrow. See you guys. <laughs> and then it's me and Drew just talking about something. <laughs> uh, uh, I think this is the point, Petey, yes. that you've been waiting for. Yes, where we bring it back around the horn, like I'm the stat boy, uh, getting his own TV show finally. Uh, bring it back around the horn for our conclusive thoughts. Uh, true. What would be your conclusive thoughts about this album? It was really weird. Um, this is not a band that I would suggest to everybody. It's not a band I would suggest to many people. 
but the few people that I think might get it get it. Um, this is a record that is never going to see wide play. Um, and it's not because it's necessarily bad at what it does. It does what it wants to do and it does it well. Um, it's a very musically dense record. It is very sonically dense. Most people do not have the ears to want to sit down and listen to a sonically dense record. I think there is, there is music that is made. There's a Venn diagram, right? Of music that's made for musicians and music that's made for most people. And in the middle, there's, there's some groups that I think are sort of straddling the line of, I can suggest them to white people, but musicians will also find the gold, the nuggets of awesomeness that is in them, their hills, as Brett would say. How many um, drugs is this person doing on a regular basis? Let's let's put this in their hands. <laughs> well, yes, um, that would that would also uh, be a factor. But um, I think uh, like there there are bands that cross that divide. On the way far side of the musician's diagram is this band. Um, I think music-wise, they are great. Um, the one thing I can say about this band, if it says anything of what this band is, when I am reading or like studying up on things, if I want to sit and like focus on the thing that I am doing, right, and the thing that I am doing is like learning something. Um, I put on music without uh, lyrics. I think for me, it's the best way to do it. Um, I have some of Brian Altano's stuff in there. Um, I have some like big giant circles in there. I have a lot of techno, a lot of electronic. I also have some like jazz stuff in there. Um, and I have some outrun stuff, some like really weird eighties, like synthy. like, I don't know if anybody here listens to Outrun, but that I have some of that too. Um, and this is this is going to fit in there. It is it obviously as the things I have listed are very uh, musically diverse. Um, this is sort of weird, and it doesn't exactly fit with everything else in there. But it works for what I needed to work for in that avenue, and I think that's if that means anything to anybody. Mm-hmm. Maybe uh-huh. give this a shot so at least you understand the craziness that we just listened to. <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> Yes. Uh, Brett, what would be your conclusive thoughts on the album? Well, if you this is an album for somebody that has a mature musical palette, like like this is taking a rip from a from a from the the diggity dank. This is this is some this is some rough shit if you don't know what you're getting in. This could be, you know, noise to the uninitiated or to me sometimes it was kind of noisy. Um, but, uh, if, if, if you want to take a trip down some less common musical paths, this is, this is an album to go down. Um, there, there, there might be something for you to enjoy here. Um, I wasn't mad at this album. I don't even know if I like this album. This is like, (laughs) this is complicated. It's like, uh, I just don't know if I'm having a relationship with this album or not. Um, they're, they're like official with this album just yet. Yeah, there's nuggets in there. Like, Jesus, there's some nuggets in there that are really cool. But, like, I, I kind of just wish that they'd release an album of each instrument separately 
uh, and then I could like piece them together like you know glue Lego yeah. bricks of of music. But no, they they made the album they wanted uh, in front of some people that yelled woo a bunch, um, <laughs> but didn't do it consistently. It was just like, oh wait, they're quiet right now. Let me yell woo so I can totally miss what they're gonna play next. <laughs> and uh, you know, it's it's it was kind of ridiculous. But you know, again, if if you don't have to like this album to sit down and listen to it and be like, well, that was the thing. But if it melts your brain, you're you feel free to quit. But you know, it's it's on the level of I mean, it's because there's no words to to tell you what's going on. It's just this sonic mess of noise that is not noise. It's music. There's music in there. Uh, it's just you got to be you got to have the map and the compass and possibly a boomerang to figure out what's going on in there. Mm-hmm. So tread lightly. Yeah, it's dangerous to go alone. Take this. The Petey's fist. Old. It'll help this you. old uh, reference that's been overused. Uh, Patrick, what would be your conclusive thoughts on the album? Um. This is unique music, and it doesn't sound like kind of anything else. And you can hear its influences. There's some King Crimson. There's some Mahavishnu Orchestra going on. Uh, but the guitar playing is so genuinely unique. And I, I because of, of his background and how long he's been doing this, I don't think anyone else can play a guitar like this right now. People will figure it out. but uh, I've, uh, No. I, uh, he's the one. Nobody else can play it, nor should they. Just close the book on it. <laughs> That's I, that's a weird weird inter- when you mess with the intervals of a guitar, you 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 there there's a reason why the church doesn't like tritones. There's a yeah. <laughs> it's the uh, devil. It's the devil. And and I'm like here like no, Bobby. just go like grab a guitar and just fucking ply her out the frets and have some fun. I I like it. I think it's totally unique and fun. Bobby fretless guitars are the devil. It is it is neater than shit. It it really is. Yeah. There it, it's. This is this is one of those ones. I want to know what Squiggles thinks because Squiggles is a guitar player, <laughs> well, tell us. and Squiggles will appreciate the insanity that is going on here. I'm uh, and well, wow. here's the thing. So Squiggles is a guitar player. Squiggles also likes hippie jam music, uh, or at least Grateful the Dead. 60s. They weren't uh, he's, back he's, then. He's, he's very he's okay. he's very fond of jam music, but he's very it's fond a of a specific the size jam of a music. Room so it's a, it, you could come up, you could rub against his. Standards. I'm just, I'm he has high standards. I, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm I'm going to extend my virtual hand. Mm-hmm. I'll put I'll put fifty bucks on it right now. He's not going to dig it. I don't think he will. I just <laughs> that, I'm that's curious. a winning bet right there. That's, that's yeah. <laughs> I'm just curious. Mitzula will have to give us the odds first. Of I, I, I am curious to his thoughts because it's like this guy among guitar players is really really well liked because he doesn't just sound like somebody trying to sound like Steve Vai. Which is what a lot of guitar players over the last thirty Steve years. Steve Vai is really good, though. No, Steve Vai does the Steve Vai thing. He is very talented, but he is tasteless. Hey, and this is and, not Steve Vai breakers. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I like scared. Steve Vai sometimes, but like he does a thing, and and everyone sounds like jump that. Jump splits is we're gonna get out of a man of his age. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And and I like that someone is trying to do something with a guitar other than how many notes can I cram into the next eight bars. But does his guitar have a handle on it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe it has a monkey grip. Yeah. 
so points Vi cool. to Steve Vai on that one. Uh, thank you, thank you for making seven string guitars widely available, Steve Vai. There, you. Uh, <laughs> which is wonderful. Uh, but yeah, that brings us to the end of our conclusive thoughts. Uh, now we get to wrap things up in a poetic form with our main event of the evening, with it, which is our haiku review. Uh, our our haiku reviews. Uh, we're gonna get down to it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna start with Brett. What is your haiku? Who needs any frets? These guys sure don't need that shit. With ten minute songs. Mm -hmm. Take that to the bank. Yeah. Uh, Drew, what is your haiku? Can be a hit. Or could be utter trash. But it was a hit. Mm -hmm. uh, my haiku. Experimental. Does a lot of wacky things. Some of it is cool. Agreed. <laughs> Some of it is awesome. Agreed, actually. <laughs> Unfortunately, so awesome is too simple. So. <laughs> I was a little more. Oh, wait. Some of it's awesome. Hey, never mind. Let's not go back. Uh, Patrick, what is your haiku? A sonic journey from the Earth to outer space. A music nerd's dream. Mm -hmm. uh, and that brings us to the end of our thoughts on Consider the Sources. That's what's up. That's what was up with our thoughts. And now what is up next week? The man with the answer to that is Brett. Brett, what's up next week? The beans have been spilled to everyone but the man from Ohio. So, And the listeners at home. We're, you thought this was fucking weird. We're, we got a treat for you next week. We're going to go to a town called Akron, Ohio. Um, look, look at them perk up. It's a it's a duo that uh, had some hits. Well, a hit and a kind of hit in the 80s. We're going to go track back to the 80s to the seminal hits by Buckner and Garcia and their album Pac-Man Fever. So yes. everybody prepare to do the Donkey Kong. Yes, we will do just that. <laughs> God, I got so scared that you were going to say the black keys. Somebody hold me. Oh, no, I, was, I wouldn't do that to you. No, Are they no. your fault, Drew? A duo. No. With one. I, I used an Akron and duo. I was like, fuck. I'm going to have to be mad for an entire week. <laughs> no, Damn you're going to be happy. Because you're going to oh. find out a new song to play at the bar when people are playing like Nickelback. And you do the play next and Everybody is going to do the Donkey Kong. So, yes, prepare yourself, everybody. And, and just remember, the we're doing the original playlist, not the one that has a song about Bill Clinton. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah we're doing the original. Uh, so, stop playing once you reach, uh, what was it? Uh, once you reach uh, going berserk, yes. stop playing. It's done. Uh, or actually stop playing and then start over again. Yeah, a, a bunch. You, you, you won't stop. I, I guarantee you, once you will you not pop. listen to this album one time. Once you pop, you just can't stop. Uh, right. But that's it for Record Breakers this week. You can, of course, find all this on the uh, Record Breakers The Home Game on our Spotify playlist. Uh, you know, keep track, follow along with us at home. You can, of course, find us all over the internet. Patrick is at Swagger. Brett is at Hibbity Bird, H I B B I T Y B I B B A R D. Drew is at X Juice for X. 
I'm at PD Rave. It's good that I tell you now because we no longer have our Twitter handles on the screen anymore because it's already busy enough as it is. Our producer is is, is tired. Yeah. Uh, recordbreakerspodcast.com, recordbreakerspodcast.gmail.com. The Twitter is four recordbreakers. That's the number four recordbreakers. Like the four horsemen? Yes. Like, yes. Uh, like I said, uh, I'm Arn. And Patrick's Tully Blanchard. Woo! Drew is Ric Flair. And, and Brett's Oli. Uh, okay. The, the, the lineup has changed, but we're good. We, you know what? We switch it up every once in a while. Uh, I'm the best man. You're Mr. T. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we, can, we, can, we can combo it up uh, later on. But that's it for us. Until next time. Hasta los huevos. Toodaloo. Really, I'm not drunk. Just... <laughs> Just seems that way. Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>